Yeah. Uh, first, I would just like to say this. I feel like I can sense a little bit of bitterness and jealousy from the guy over there who's we got a bet as a background because one person's team is in the World Series while his team had a really bad year because as he was talking about the Diamondbacks being in the World Series, he didn't seem that excited, honestly. So I feel like there's just a little bit of bitterness about how the, the Cardinals did. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 31 of A Win is a Win podcast. I'm hyped up for this podcast. It's going to be a fun one. We've got myself, Sam Cookie. I'm always joined with the lovely Charles H. Double. Say hi, Charles. Hello. And then Betty B as well is also joining us, but he just loves yes, the sir. camera. He's coming back now, though, which is good. I always, I'm always here for the pod, boys. He's always there. That's why we keep him around. Always here. Always. Actually, Matt does not have perfect attendance, but that's okay. Keep going. Technically not. Technically not. Just let me be me, dog. I don't think anyone does at this point. I don't think any of us three do. So yeah, I think we've all missed an episode, actually, to be fair. So yeah. But um yeah, this is episode 31 of a what is a win podcast. We're gonna be what? You're capping. It is 31. I made sure of it. So okay. yeah, you, you mean you mean 31 plus 10? Yeah, yeah. it's you <laughs> sure. Oh was, yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm positive it was 41. No, yeah, yeah it's no, episode no, no, 41. I, yeah, no, that's my bad. It is 41. <laughs> and we're mainly I, as Sam Cookie says, I'm positive. I checked it was 31. Okay. <laughs> I just erased 10 episodes. It's fine. <laughs> Must have been mainly, a rough, rough, uh, rough 10 episodes then. Whoa. <laughs> mainly, we're going to be talking about the uh, MLB World Series today. Um, both Game 7s of each uh, playoff ended or just ended for the ALCS and the NLCS. So we're going to have some thoughts about that. Um, but before we jump into it, do any of you guys have some initial thoughts? Oh, Real quick, too. Charles, I remember you talking yes. about the last podcast episode. Oh, thank you. I got LeBron. Can you get a, a close-up of him real quick? I got LeBron. Yes. I gave Sam that as part of his birthday present. I take that back. Not the goat, but he's a cool <laughs> little dude. <laughs> he kind of sold for the Lakers it's, last He's night, still but... number six because he changed back to 23. But Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yes, I'm so happy. Thank you, Sam. Let's go. That's that's easily the the best piece you have in your background. Easily. Oh yeah. Look how much he shines. Look how, <laughs> look how small he is compared to that white thing. Well, it's it's because of his bald head too. So. <laughs> uh, Just saying. Uh, so before we hate LeBron too much, because we're not even talking about the NBA, we can't <laughs> let Sam get the power like this. I do have something I would like to say. Shout out to the boys across the the pond and and Brighton and Hove with a picking up a big Europa win today over Ajax 2-0. Really, really important win. We are tied for second in our group now. We're right in the middle of it again. So let's go. Let's go, boys. Big time win. How to make you feel, Charles? First win European night. Yes. 
first European win ever for Brighton. That's really cool. I mean, this is it was it was good. It, it felt it was a nice game. We finally didn't give up two goals in the first 20 minutes. Like it seemed like we had our last like five games, honestly. So that felt good. And I was really happy with it. And Anzu Fonte has been pretty nice. He's had a few goals in the last couple of games for us. So he's been a good addition. I know a lot of people were wondering why he's not starting. Cause I know he didn't start against um, man city, but yeah, he's been a nice uh, transfer for us. So. I, I'm I'm hyped, man. And Matt even posted about it on his story. So, because if you know Matt, you know he posts about his team. Yeah. So Brighton has enough, especially their first European win, has enough dignity for Matt to to post it. So let's go. Exactly. I mean, I pretty the only Instagram stories I post, I think, is on sports. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I can confirm that too. Anytime I see Matt post a story, it's. It's either soccer or the D-backs or other sports. So, Suns, you know, all yeah, that. Yeah, good. all the good mix. Yeah. But, um, yeah, do you want to show the audience that, that car that came in, Matt? Oh, yeah. So, um, for those of you who don't know or who haven't listened or watched our previous episode, which hopefully you have, um, I had to eat freaking 12 beans from Bean Boozle. I still have... I still have the box here because I don't know why, but I still have it. And it gives me nightmares. Um, I just want to say my stomach has been wrecked by those 12 beans. Let me tell you what. And yesterday I was still tasting some of like the beans, like the dead fish and others. And I was like, this is like the worst. So kind of sucked. However, the reward was pretty nice. Um, as hopefully you guys can see this here, we have a Zach Wilson rookie ticket card with the patch, thanks to Sam. And it has the BYU stats on the back as well. So, you know, pretty cool card. Might have to send it off to get it PSA graded just to, you know, have Ooh. it in like that nice case as well too, yeah. you know, kind of cool, you know. That'd be really cool. Um, definitely a talking piece and definitely – a card I will definitely enjoy in my collection for sure. Um, probably it's it's probably up there. It's one of my favorites. I mean, I love these cards. They're like the huge. It's like a Ken. This is Ken Griffey, and I have a Cal Ripken one. I have no idea where I got these from. I think they might have been from my dad or something. Um, but they're like nineteen. What are they? Nineteen ninety eight, like upper deck cards and stuff. So I don't think they're worth very much, but they're pretty cool. But the Zach Wilson one's pretty cool and it has the patch mm. and everything. So honestly, it's a, it's a definitely a cool piece that I really like and enjoy. So that's really cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm oh, glad thank you, you. Thank you, Sam, for that oh, one. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoy it. Um, I'm, I'm just honestly surprised it shipped to you so quickly. I did not yeah. think it would get that. Get Go to the mailbox yesterday and it came and I was like, I think Sam sent this to me like on Monday or something like that. I was that's like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, <laughs> it was like what, like four days then? Well, because you sent it. Okay. Uh no, so I I sent it out on Friday, but it probably didn't get like shipped out until Monday. Yeah, so it was like probably two days, probably. That's pretty quick. Yeah, yeah that's so surprisingly, but no, I'm glad you enjoy it. So thank you, even though the beans sucked, but <laughs> you're welcome. 
it was it made for good content so i appreciate it charles, charles said it. faces that he screenshotted so yeah <laughs> yeah i i made a couple different thumbnails because charles and his girlfriend autumn really enjoyed one facial expression that you made oh my I, God. Made, I made a thumbnail for another one but both were pretty good so it worked out i'll yeah. have to ask charles which which face it was that autumn and he liked so i'll have to ask i think he's gonna upload that thumbnail oh yeah, yeah i will i'm also gonna send matt all the i guess all the images i got the ones that didn't make it so Matt can see just how, and this is, this is a funny thing. I only went through like three minutes, but I ran out of time, but I knew at least one of those would be good. And I probably could have gotten like 10 more, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was I'm good. looking at him again as we speak and it's, 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 a, it's, it's a doozy. That's all I'll say. It's fun, man. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. For us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and jump right into it. So uh i'll give a little bit of a backstory the phillies unfortunately they choked a little bit they choked the nlcs away a couple of days ago to the diamondbacks the diamondbacks have been amazing a really true dark horse story um there was some crazy stat i saw that uh if say Suzuki, suzuki that second year player on the cubs if he made that catch in the wildcard game, then the Diamondbacks probably wouldn't have made it nearly this far because there was one one game where there was a pop fly to Seiya Suzuki and he just dropped it. And I, I remember that because Martin was very mad about that too. And Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. You're saying if that doesn't happen, the Cubs get in over the Diamondbacks? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think I mixed up a okay. little bit. I think if if Saya made that catch, I don't think the Diamondbacks would have made it because I think they only made it with like a half game over the Cubs. No, we had the same record as the Cubs, but we won the head-to-head -head with them. Oh, okay. So it was even closer then. Yeah, so we, I believe if I'm... I mean, Charles can correct me if I'm wrong on the standings, but the Diamondbacks actually tied with the Cubs, I believe. Or maybe it was a game. I know we tied with the Marlins, maybe. Maybe we did go by a game. But, yeah, if we would have lost that game, we would have been tied with the Cubs, and I think we still might have gotten in. But, like, we called, like we got in the wild card round, like, the last day of the season, and we were on a four-game losing streak, um, and we'd lost three in a row to the Astros. So, yeah. You were a game better, just to clarify. Okay. But same as the Marlins, though, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, the Marlins have the same record as you. Yeah. Yeah, now it's all history. And they're in the World Series the first time since 2001, which is pretty cool. And uh, they're going to go up against the Texas Rangers. They have not actually ever been. Or, well, they have been, but they've never won the World Series. So it makes for a pretty exciting matchup, for America at least. It was a really close uh, ALCS versus the Rangers and the Astros too. Uh, Astros brought it to Game 7, but they also kind of flopped a little bit in the last game. But, um, I mean, I'm happy that the Rangers made it. They have a shot again to win the World Series. They're one of the last kind of oldish 
older teams to not even win a World Series. So that's cool to see that they have a, a chance this year. And I think it'll make for a good series between the two, too. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, first, I would just like to say this. I feel like I can sense a little bit of bitterness and jealousy from the guy over there who's we got a bet as a background because one person's team is in the World Series while his team had a really bad year because as he was talking about the Diamondbacks being in the World Series, he didn't seem that excited, honestly. So I feel like there's just a little bit of bitterness about how the, the Cardinals did. So I want to just point that out from Sam. Um, well, I'm I'm a lot happier that the D-backs made it than a lot of other teams in the NL. I mean, sound I, really like it. I really can't be mad that the Cardinals, they suck this year just because they've been really good. Sounded like you wanted the Phillies to be in the World Series. Well, I mean, I have my argument with the Phillies. I'm happy for you that the Diamondbacks made it too, though. It would have been it made it for a lot more exciting series than compared to like the D-backs or the, or the Braves because no one really wants the Braves to win at that point. But the <laughs> Phillies were a cool team. And the better team won, I will say that, in that series. So, I mean, the D-backs, they made it. Look at them. And, yeah, enough bashing on, on Sam. It's just something I, I wanted to mention. And, of course, I think you have a little bit of bias for the Rangers because of what you guys did to them in 2011. And so I know you're rooting for them because you feel bad about what happened in that World Series. Oh, but anyways, sure. <laughs> yeah. So let me just say that the seeing the Diamondbacks in the World Series, it's really cool. And mm. I know Matt is probably just extremely shocked. It almost feels like the Suns a couple years ago. I know that they were the two seed when they made it, but it, it didn't really feel like they could maybe make that turn to get there and then all of a sudden they're there. And mm-hmm. so it just feels really, really cool to see the Diamondbacks in. But honestly, I'm, I've been saying this. I'm not that shocked. The baseball playoffs are the most unpredictable playoffs in sports for me, at least I could, any team can beat anyone. And we talked about it and look at what this playoffs, this one was especially crazy, but look at, you know, the last couple runs, obviously you had the nationals a few years back that won it all. That was the wild card team when there was still only one. You had the Braves, you know, they weren't as high as those other teams that won a couple of years ago. And so it doesn't, and the Phillies who made it last year to the to the World Series. So seeing a team like the Diamondbacks, it, it really doesn't shock me anymore compared to, let's say, the the finals. The, the Heat making it, you know, that shocked me, I would say. And, and how they, you know, especially when they went up 3-0, I know they went to 7. But anyways, the Heat making it was a lot more shocking to me than the Diamondbacks making it to the World Series. Because, like I said, baseball, the playoffs, it just seems really hard to, to predict. And any team can beat anyone. It seems, you know, it's more likely that upsets happen in, in baseball. I, I don't know what it is. There's just something about that October magic. And let me say, the Diamondbacks are a gritty team. I thought the Phillies were a gritty team. I thought they were going to outgrit the Diamondbacks. I didn't think they had enough firepower. I was mistaken. The the D-backs did end up outgritting Philly. You look at the, especially game four, but how they came back from losing first two in Philadelphia. You're down 2-0. Philly blows you out game two. They have all the momentum. And you come back and respond like you did. You get down 3-2, to two, which, you know, you probably shouldn't have won game four, but you're able to, you know, just pull it together, get a win. You come back into Philly and win the last two. 
just uh it's a really it's a team i love the the teams that really play like a team the phillies felt a little at times reliant on those solo home runs from their stars necessarily not the most team i would say i mean obviously their pitching was really good but I thought throughout the playoffs, their offense was a little sporadic at times. And so the D-backs just put all together, and they were they were tough as nails. Cattell Marte, man, he's been a GOAT since tap baseball or whatever. Nine innings when I – I remember him back in the – in 2010s at some point. I don't remember when, to be honest. But he was extremely clutch, easily the MVP of the, the NLCS for me. And Corbin Carroll, you know, Moreno, you go down the line. A lot of guys that just really contributed big hits. Gurriel had some. So it's it's cool to see. Yeah. That's but I'm crazy. really I'm really not that shocked, truly. Yeah. Pretty pretty much like you said, Charles. Um, I mean, the D backs were exactly how I thought of like the same team making it to the finals. As how you said the uh, the Suns a couple of years ago, and then the the Heat last year, it kind of just seemed like they made it out of nowhere, and it's really cool to see. Um, yeah, the MLB playoffs are definitely kind of the the wackier playoff series to watch. Um, and I will admit too that I totally thought the the NLCS the series is over when the Phillies were up three to two as well on the Diamondbacks, but yeah, no. Exactly like you said, they're the the grittier team. They they find a way they they found a way to go through all of those games and get out a win. And it's pretty fun to see. I'll give them that. And definitely credit to the D backs. Um Corbin Carroll is a dog. Matt was telling us all year, and he turned out to be right on that. Uh but yeah, no, Merrill Kelly as well. He's been lights out. Um the Gabby Moreno, he's been amazing too. Um, almost, yeah, pretty much the whole team. It's been a really good team effort. Um, Charles pretty, Charles pretty much hit every topic along that, right on the net on the head. Um, no, it's pretty awesome to see. Um, I'm definitely a little bit more biased towards the Rangers, just because they've been kind of unlucky with playoff bouts in the past and. I feel like their team deserves it, but I also thought the Phillies deserved it and the D-backs came out on top. So it's going to be a fun series to watch. Well, looks like it's my turn to give some little analysis on both. Um, Before I get to the Diamondbacks, I would like to kind of talk about the other team that I like, which I know Sam does not like me for, but I am an Astros guy. And Sam knows this, and I've been an Astros guy even before all the World Series stuff. Um, I mean, I wear my jersey occasionally to school and stuff. I, I don't know if Sam and Charles remember that, but I do have an old school Astros jersey that I really like, really, you know, really love. Um, but that was a crazy series. Um, I don't know if it's the first time, it might be the second time, but all the home teams lost their games. To me, it was wild, right? Texas wins two in Houston, then Houston wins three in Dallas and then they go out to Houston and Texas wins too. So it's like, what the heck is going on? Um, I was pretty disappointed in the Astros pitching. Um, you know, people come into the, into the movie playoffs saying that the Houston probably had the best pitching rotation out of 
the teams I would say, other than maybe the Braves. Um, but they didn't show up at all. Like in crucial moments, no one could get outs at all. And the Rangers, you need to get outs. Like they're like, I would say they're like the Phillies, but a little bit more on steroids just because they don't need the long ball. They can also do other stuff as well. The Phillies seemed like it was long ball or really nothing. Like when you look at the series of what the Diamondbacks gave up, all the runs they gave up pretty much were home runs outside of a game five. Was it game two when it was like 10-0 or something like that or 10 to two or something like that. So outside of that game, everything else was home runs, right? So that was pretty shocking to me. But I do have to say though, um, Sam's boy from the good old STL, good old former Cardinal, Jordan Montgomery balled out. Mm-hmm. Baldy balled out as well. So the two the two dominant pitchers for the Rangers balled out, you know, and they won both their starts. And, you know, that's how you that's how you win games, right? So that was pretty interesting to me. Um, I predicted the Astros and did I say Astros in seven or did I say did I say Astros in seven? Is that did. my heart or is that, or is that my mind? I don't know, but since we're talking about that, Sam actually predicted the, the series correctly. He said Rangers in seven. He did say Rangers in seven. I do yeah. remember that. Which, you know, knowing Sam, I mean, granted, I like I said, I was probably picking Rangers, but I think I went with Astros. That's what I picked. Um, mm-hmm. But I just liked the way that the, Astros, that the Rangers were playing at the moment, you know? So I think that's really cool. Um, and I'm happy that they're – um, in the World Series again. I think it's cool to have a team that has zero rings and then you have a team who hasn't won it since 2001. So you between them, it's one ring. So mm-hmm. I think I think any way, any win that, you know, whoever wins the series, I want to say America's kind of happy. You know? Like, oh, yeah. you have the Cinderella story in the Diamondbacks or first-time World Series champions. Sort of like how, like, the Denver Nuggets one last year, you know, first time champions. I don't think anyone's really too mad. You know, it's like, oh, like, yeah. that's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Just like I Dunton won a couple years ago. I don't think anyone's been too mad. They're like, wow, first win, right? Um, but going away from the Astros and the Rangers, just because that's kind of not the series that I, you know, watched because I, eh, right? Let's, how about them? D-backs, as Stephen A. would not say, but you know we can, we we can we can make it work. Um, I just want to say I hope Mad Dog retires. Um, I know he came out with a thing that said I think he wasn't, but he said if the Diamondbacks win, he will retire from broadcasting or whatever. Hmm. Since he's been on ESPN, his takes have been absolute dog water. So maybe he should retire. Um, but two quick stats before I go into it, and kind of cool. Um, first stat, and this one would be kind of interesting. Since the NL wild card has been introduced with six teams, the sixth seed has gone to the playoffs each year now in the NL. You have the Phillies last year, Diamondbacks this year. Pretty cool. I think one that's even cooler, the team that has beaten the Brewers – in the wild card round or NLDS, you know, whenever that was, has made it to the World Series. Every single time that's happened, that the Brewers have lost in the first round. So 
that's pretty cool. When I saw that stat, I was like, I saw it and I was like, maybe I should put money on the Diamondbacks. But then I was like, no, the rule of thumb is if your heart is tied to them, don't bet on them just because you're too invested, right? Mm -hmm. Brandon, looking back at it now, should I have? Yes, but at the same time, it's too invested. I think I would have maybe even had more of like a heart pounding game seven experience or game six experience, you know? So oh, I'm really sure. excited to do that. Um, but man, I just want to say Diamondbacks were gritty. I mean, not going to lie. They, sh they honestly should have been swept. If we're going to be honest here. Phillies won the first two games. Diamondbacks come out. Brandon fat or fought or whatever he does fought. There was an absolute gem, absolute gem. And we went on a Cattell Marte walk-off single. It was eerily similar to the 2001 World Series game where Luis Gonzalez hit a blooper into like that exact part of the ballpark. So if you watch those two back, like back-to-back, -back, pretty similar, pretty eerily similar. Um, granted, that maybe shouldn't have been a loss for the Diamondbacks because it was 1-1 and we ended up winning 2-1. But, you know, you had a game, you know, bottom of the ninth, you know, walk-off hit. So there's game one. Game two, we're down five to two. Craig Kimball, Craig Kimbrell comes in and basically gives up the lead. I believe we scored four in the eighth, I think. Yeah, something like that. I was going to say real quick, because you mentioned him, Sam, let's do the. Uh... Oh, this. Yeah. The thing he does. When he like looks at the mound, it's it's pretty. It was pretty sad. Craig Kimball, <laughs> he sucked every like appearance he made in this playoff series. He was oh he was terrible. yeah he was terrible. Kind of like Chapman is for the Rangers to be honest. But I mean, going that. Oh, but the yeah. thing is, Kimbrel in the Brave series was like locked down, and I think that's the part of baseball that I think that we get really enticed about and intrigued about, right? Because you never know what's going to happen. So Krimbro came in, gave up four runs, I believe. I believe it was the eighth, if I'm not mistaken. And we went 6-5. I was watching that game, and I was like, what the heck just happened? You know, you had an Alec Thomas just bomb. I mean, straight bomb. No, I think it was three runs. We made it 5-5, then we scored in the eighth. Absolute bomb, 6-5. Zach Wheeler, I knew that was going to be an L. I was really hoping it wasn't, but it was an L. Then we have to go back to Philly, and Philly, I believe, was 7-0, I believe, this postseason at home. And so it's not like you can say, oh, if we just win one game here, we'll be fine. Like, no, you have to win two, and you have to win them back-to-back, -back, and, like, back-to-back -back nights. Merrill Kelly settled down, played amazing, pitched great. Um, offense clicked, and I think we won, was it 5-2, if I'm correct? 5-1. 5-1, yeah, 5-1. Like I said, Merrill Kelly pitched a gem. Our bullpen has been amazing this postseason. Um, I think I texted Charles earlier in the year, but I said our bullpen sucks. <laughs> I was like, our bullpen yeah. has given away so many games. I think I literally texted him that. I texted him, like, our bullpen has given away games. And I think I said, like, our team is better than this, which – took out the Dodgers, took out the Brewers, took out the Phillies. I think that's correct, you know. Um, and then game seven happened, and, man, let me tell you what. There was two innings that my heart was beating, like, out of my chest. I was like, oh, crap. Here come the Phillies. That was, uh, I believe, was inning four. 
when Brandon Fat went two in and ended up being two one. I think there's a man on first and second, two outs. And I want to say it was Rojas who was coming up to play. And if he didn't get him out, you had Kyle Schwarber with pretty much probably bases loaded. Don't want that. Anyways, or it was something crazy or something like that. Anyways, got him out. I was like, okay, sweet. The other inning that I was like, oh, crap, was that I think it was the sixth inning when it was two men on, one out, and you had Trey Turner and Bryce Harper both up next. And we had Kevin Ginkle come out, pop fly, pop fly, innings over. Phillies didn't really threaten again. And let me tell you what, when that last out was caught by Corbin Carroll, I texted my dad and said, looks like we're going to the World Series. And he goes, pretty crazy, because he texted me whenever the Dimebacks had beat the Phillies in game four. And it was like, he goes, I guess I should have believed in your Diamondbacks like you have. And I was like, they're doing pretty well. Hmm. So it's pretty good. And Martin's been texting me all this time. And he's actually said that he's become like a fan of the Diamondbacks now. Like he's like invested in the team. He's like, I know we're not my team, but he's like, I'm invested in them. Like he would text me like, dude, good. I can't believe this homer got out of the jam. You know, he and I were texting back and forth, which is really funny because he's a Cubs fan. We kind of knocked them out of the, you know, of the playoffs. And instead of being upset, he's like rooting for the Diamondbacks, which is pretty fun. Um, but what he told, he told me something that I think is really true. He said, these Diamondbacks are just fundamentally sound. And I was like, that's true. We, we don't really have a lot of long ball. Granted, we've had, I think we've hit like maybe 18 or 19 home runs this postseason, which I think is second behind the Phillies, I believe. Um, but we, we, we hit the ball and we threw bases. And that's the thing that we did in game six and seven that won us the game. When you look at the series, I think they had a statistic. Games one through five, I think we only stole like two bases. In games six through seven, I think we stole like nine or ten. And because of that, it really changes the tide, right? Because you're like, okay, crap. This now is we're at one out with a guy on second. Or crap, we're at two outs with a guy on third. You know, all this kind of stuff, right? Like it just gets you mentally away from what you need to be doing. And so honestly – I don't know if I was as confident as Charles, but I did like our path. I like playing the Brewers and I like playing the Dodgers. I thought we could win both. My thing was out of the Braves and Phillies, I was like, I'd rather play the Braves just because I think they falter a little bit more in October than the Phillies have the past couple of years. And I was nervous there for a long part of that series, you know, going down 2-0, then down 3-2. But I think this gives them momentum. Once again, we're underdogs for the um, World Series, and I know we'll talk about that next. Um, But like I told Martin, I'm just enjoying the ride and happy that we're here. So pretty – oh, and it's also pretty cool that both teams, Rangers and Diamondbacks, both lost over 100 games two years ago. Diamondbacks lost 110. Rangers lost 102. It's the fastest turnaround for any team's I lost 100 games to get to the World Series. So should be yeah. pretty cool. I feel I'm blushing that you would describe me fundamentally sound, how you describe the D-backs, because that, that describes me, I would yeah. say. I'm fundamentally sound, man. <laughs> All about the, the fundamentals. That's how it's, you That's how you get playing time right there. Yeah. You make, good, you, make good, you make good passes. 
you make you know you make your layups. You don't go for flashy stuff. <laughs> you you make good throws. You know you just keep it simple. Get get the out. Mm-hmm. You take the open man when you see him as a quarterback. Exactly. He's always <laughs> yeah. first. He's always the first one there to practice. Is always the last one to get out to. He's just a gym rat. Yeah, I, that's I who you want to be. I just want to. I want to touch on the ALCS real quick, and then we'll go right yeah. into the World Series. Yeah, it, it, almost like the Diamondbacks. Rangers go up too well. Everyone's thinking, yeah, you know, Rangers are are looking really good. And and credit to Sam, he was like. And I know Matt, you were too, but Sam was like, I remember specifically you said the Astros are going to come back. Like they're, they're a team with so much experience. They're not going to go away. Cause I was on the train of, Oh, it's going to be quick series. Cause that's just how the playoffs have been completely mm-hmm. wrong. And, you know, they come back. Not only do they come back, they win the three in Arlington and you're up three, two. And I'm thinking the Rangers are done. I, I really was. And next thing, you know, especially game seven, they just came out and stomped the Astros they they said, you know, we're the better team. And I, I've just, like I said, that one actually surprised me how they came back. The Diamondbacks won even against the Phillies. I wasn't as shocked just because I thought the Diamondbacks, how the series went, how Arizona went, it, there were some good things. When you lose three at home, like the Rangers did, I thought they were done. So shout out to, to them. But yeah, their team has looked really complete, especially their pitching. They've got, you know, potentially the two best so far pitchers probably that have in this postseason, you could argue. And so, like you said, Matt, they both won their starts and that that's, that's four games. That's that'll get you a series win right there. So yeah, oh, I just yeah. wanted to touch on that real quick. It was crazy to watch. Definitely. Um, yeah. The Diamondbacks and the Rangers both they had crazy championship series games and it was really fun to watch. Uh, like Charles, I was extremely nervous for the Rangers too in Game Seven, because I, like like Matt was saying, I let my heart go to the side. And I knew the Astros are such a good team that they would eventually come back, and they came back for Game Seven, but somehow they they ended up flopping that game. But the the Diamondbacks are the complete same way. Um, whenever they were playing the Phillies and they were down three to two, I had in my mind I was like, oh, there there's no way they're going to come back from this. Well, maybe. I, Oh yeah, sorry, Sammy. Go. Sorry, yeah. One more thing. I initially thought I, I will admit I initially thought the Phillies were so much of a better team. I do agree with what Matt was saying, where they're kind of like a, a big hitter, a big miss team, where they hit a lot of solo home runs or strikeouts. They're like the two true potential team. Well, meanwhile, the Diamondbacks, they were kind of more playing small ball and had a lot more fundamentals around them, which is a lot of fun to watch, I will say. But uh no, they definitely surprised me with uh, making a comeback and winning that game seven, um, especially in Citizens Bank Park, because I believe Charles is the one to say that uh, before that series, they actually went undefeated against other teams whenever they played at home in Citizens Bank Park. So those Philly fans are different, but they got let down the other day. It was it was Matt who said that also. I did not say that, so... Ooh. Yeah, and let me just say real quick, because, and this is the thing I totally forgot about, Sam and I were furious when this happened. Game five of the ALCS, the mm-hmm. Jose Altuve home, Altuve home run to essentially win the game when the Rangers oh probably should have won, yeah. right? Yeah. It seems like when, you know, when you go back to the end of the, the season yeah. and the Rangers blow the division to the Astros, it seems like when they're at the maybe their lowest or like just something terrible happens, they just absolutely respond 
straight up in the other direction because like I said, they won nine, two in game six and then 11 to four in game seven. They weren't really even close. And so, yeah, I, the Rangers, when it seems like things are not going well, they have, you know, a, a bad loss or like, you know, the end of the season, they have bad losses to lose out to the division. They just respond in one of the best ways I've seen a team respond in a while because that's got to be hard. And, you know, I obviously don't have no idea. I have no experience, but you lose that game when you, you should have probably won. You give up that home run and you fall down three, two, you just lost three in a row at home. You know, that's not easy to come back from, mm-hmm. but to be fair, I guess they still were in Texas. So they were somewhat home. I guess that might've helped a little sort bit. <laughs> Maybe like an hour away. Still it was close. Uh, about four, four ish hours, probably from Houston. I, I don't really four know. To f- four to five. I don't know. I think Matt would know a lot more. I think it's like six or seven. Oh, I was way off then. I, I mean, you can Google it. Uh, hey, Houston, I'm, the, I'm the Google. I'm the Google guy. But I'm I pretty sure seven. I mean, Texas is huge. Three hours and fifty-three minutes. I was right on the money. Oh, you were then. All right, it's a little triangle then, because San Antonio to Houston is three. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then and then San Antonio to Dallas is like four. So I guess it's a little triangle. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. But since we only have about like seven, eight-ish minutes, shall we get on to the World Series predictions and talk about that? Yes. Sure. I'm going to – I'll start. I'll I'll keep it simple. I want to root for the Rangers, but it's hard for me to – be. and let me just say this. I think this is a legit reason, and I think there's a lot of truth to this, so I think you guys will agree. I just don't want the Rangers to win because I don't want that to somehow impact the Cowboys potentially winning a Super Bowl, you know, because if the Rangers win, you know, there might be some good luck. And since they haven't won yet, maybe that's helping the Cowboys not win anything. So I don't want the Cowboys to win. So I'm not going to pick the Rangers for that reason. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to pick the Diamondbacks. You know, I am not going to not pick them. I'm going to not sleep on them, essentially, as you would say, because I thought they would lose to the Phillies. You know, I, I thought the Rangers had a better chance to beat the Astros than the, the Diamondbacks did the Phillies. I'm not going to sleep on them. I, I like, obviously, how Arizona, how gritty, how much of a team they are and how much they play like a team. I know the Rangers have great pitching. I think there's going to be some low-scoring games. But I actually think the Rangers' offense can be a little suspect at times. I know Corey Seager is great. And Odias Garcia, I'm so bad at Adolis? Adolis oh, Garcia, who's on a home run tear. And yeah, he's no, obviously he been hitting home runs when they more count than for, say, the Phillies, a.k.a. guys yeah. on base. But I think their offense is a little suspect at times, too. Just, yeah, so, just really quick, Charles. Sorry. Um, I'm also very sad, too, because we the Cardinals originally drafted Dolas Garcia, and then we gave up on him way too early, just like how I was with DeAndre Swift in fantasy, too. The Cardinals traded the, to the Rangers, and then yeah. – Kind of blew up on their team, so it's bittersweet to watch. I actually I like the the how this kind of matches up for the Diamondbacks, just because I could see some lower scoring games, and I think the Diamondbacks are really good in that situation. So I'm gonna go with the Diamondbacks. And then how many games? Seven. I think go seven. I think it's gritty. Okay. I think it's. I can see the Diamondbacks easily losing a game like 7-0, 8-0, like they did against the Phillies. Maybe, you know, Evaldi just pitches an amazing game. 
and the Dynamics can't get anything going. But I see them winning five to four and game three or four. And then just it's going to be one of those series, I think, because I just think that's how they match up. I think the Rangers are pretty similar to the Phillies, just a little bit better pitching. So, and you might be like, well, Diamondbacks won in seven, you know, against Philly when they maybe shouldn't have. You think they'll beat the Rangers? You know what? I, I do. Yeah. I do think they'll beat the Rangers. Good take. Um, I guess I'll go next with my pick. Uh, gosh, I keep doubting the Diamondbacks. And they always keep surprising me. I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt this series. I'm still going to say the Rangers are going to win the series. I'm kind of a little saddened too because whenever Charles had his initial Dallas talk, I just remember uh, Dak with his Rangers gear on, and I he's the last guy that I want to give hope. Whenever <laughs> the Rangers, if the Rangers win the World Series, and no one would like that. No one would like to see if the Cowboys doing good, but um, I think it'll be a really cool series too. Um, a lot of really good pitching. Charles is mentioning that most games are probably going to be lower scoring, which I can agree with. The uh, The Rangers offense is pretty uh, nuclear, but they can be a little bit streaky at times. They look pretty good uh, in the uh, ALCS, except for the games that they lost, obviously. But I do I can't agree with Charles a little bit, but I think the Rangers are going to be able to take it in six. Um, they have Nathan Eovaldi. He's been lights out all postseason so far. I think he's going to take game one pretty easily. And then game two, Jordan Montgomery is probably going to start that game. He has also been amazing this series. It's really good to see. So I think they're going to take the first two. They're playing in Globe Life too, so I think they have a little bit of an advantage. But whenever they go to Chase Field, um, I think they're probably going to drop the next two games to the D-backs. But then they're going to win the last two and kind of clutch up more at the end there, which was kind of what was going to look like it was going to happen with the Phillies. That didn't turn out. But I think the Rangers are a little bit different. I think they got a little bit more fire in them. They want to win that first ship. So they've got a lot to ride. So, yeah, that's, what, this, Rangers, that's what they said in 2011. I know. <laughs> and in 2010 when they lost to the Giants. Oh, yeah, yeah that one too the rangers they can't they just can't catch a break but uh i'm hoping... real... sorry you go sam go oh i was gonna say real quick before you go matt sam you're missing the biggest point here the rangers have chapman and you know he's gonna yeah, get a bomb but... actually if i'm being honest didn't he won with the cubs i know that maybe he's a good luck charm yeah. maybe they will win even yeah. if he gives up i don't know <laughs> runs in the eighth you know he's yeah, he's he's kind of sucked all postseason. I, I didn't really want to bring it up because as much as I love to see him pitch because he's still one of the hardest throwers in the league, he's kind of a seller. Like, he almost gave up a home run, or at least two home runs last series, which the defense gave back. But, um, no, I'm still going to go ahead and say Rangers in six. I think the Rangers are going to take it in six games. So that's my prediction. I'll give my prediction and probably hit us with an outro since time is coming close for us. Um, I am also going to go with Charles. I think I have to go with my team. You know, I've been kind of playing it safe, playing it kind of like, you know, eh, maybe, maybe not right. But I agree with Charles. The way we match up with the Rangers really good. And in the regular season, we were 3-1 and one against the Rangers as well. 
Um, we lost the first game to them, but then we won the next three. And the last two games we won against them, I believe was in September or August. It was one of the two. So very recent, granted, haven't played this edition of the Rangers, of course, you know, October baseball. But the Rangers also haven't played our Arizona Diamondback October baseball either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to be Diamondbacks in six. I think Rangers win game one. We win the next three. We lose. Actually, no. We win game one. Win game two and three. Lose game four. Win game five. And then win game six. Oh, that you said that's five. They wins. win, yeah. They they would win. They're five gonna win five to one. one. <laughs> you messed up uh, in your uh, prediction. Wait, no. If they win game one, we win game two and three. Oh, win... okay. You had said we win game one, like you switched it. Yeah, no, yeah, then... yeah. no five and six. Okay, so okay. okay, now we get it. That's fair. Yeah, so I think how about this? I, my heart is saying. My heart is saying six because I want it to be done and over with. I don't want a game seven. I do think it will go seven games, though. I think we'll have another freaking just my heart will be pounding. Um, but I like our chances. I like the way we match up to with the Rangers. Um, will I be sad if we lose? Of course. But at the same time, I'm just kind of happy that we got there. As long as we're not boat raced and it's like a sweep. I'm pretty happy because we still have young players. We have good assets. Like we're a team on the rise. And I think maybe a destination that people want to go play, you know, especially because October baseball on it in Arizona is pretty nice, you know, nice and warm, um, pretty good. So, and our payroll compared to the Rangers payroll is a lot smaller <laughs> than what the Rangers have. So mm-hmm. it would be a very Cinderella story. And it'd be definitely one I I would love to cap off. So that's my prediction. Yeah, they're almost at the at the finish line now. You can't not root for them too. So I can't. No, nope. but you can't. Anyone? But does anyone else have anything before we uh, <laughs> send off? The I mean, you you technically can root against them, but they've. They've gone, they've gone so far into the postseason at this point. Possible to root against them. That's not possible, except if you're me. Then go Astros, go Rangers. Actually, oh, go Astros. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I I might have slipped my tongue a little bit there. <laughs> go Rangers. The 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 right at this point, at least, I give a little bit of a credit to the Astros. At this point, go Rangers. For once, because the Astros have been dominant for years before now. So, really happy to see them. But I'm also happy to see the D-backs. So, either way, the uh, the series ends. I'll be happy as a casual watcher. There we go. So, All four that... sports, man, going on. Exactly. It's, it's well, really cool to see. Yeah, it's really cool to see all, pretty much every sport going on right now at the same time. Awesome. Well, this has been episode 41 of the No Notes podcast, a very special edition World Series preview and predictions. You have Sam Cookie with the Rangers and Maddie B and H Double with the Diamondbacks. Hopefully, uh, 
hopefully it'll it'll turn out well for uh our D-backs, but we'll see. Did did no one catch that by the way? Did you catch that, Sam? No, catch what? He said uh Matt said, he no said notes 40. Again. No, I said 40. He no, you said, said, he said, he said no notes podcast again. Oh. oh uh, we, might, we might have to start a tally. If you hit a certain amount, we might have to give you a punishment. <laughs> I um, paid attention to the part where he said 41, because that's where I messed up. He said, well, yeah, it, he said no notes. Uh, well, a win, a, win, a win is a win podcast, episode 41. Uh, really happy for Sam Cookie, H. Double, and Maddie B to be on the podcast. Um, World Series should be good. Hopefully everyone has a great weekend and is ready for some special episodes we have coming up. So with that... He He's... really missed. He really missed. No notes, Charles. We can tell. <laughs> uh oh. Oh well. All right. Peace, guys. Hey.